Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spore the Warning podcast. This is review number 631 with our review of Black Box. I'm Christopher Schneezy. And I'm Stephen Miller. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spore the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you. Um, this week, we uh, are covering some of the films in the, uh, the Welcome to the Blumhouse collection. Um, we already had a review of The Lie, and now we are talking about Black Box. Um, spoilers for our review of The Lie. It was not super positive. Um, so hopefully this review of Black Box goes a little better. Maybe maybe it'll be a steady increase as we go into the two films that come out this weekend. <laughs> but, yep. but we'll see. Yeah, we're about halfway through. No, are we? Ha- yeah, we're halfway through the reviews, right? This is the third review? Uh, when we're halfway through this review, we'll be halfway through. Gotcha. So yeah, we're doing a lot of stuff tonight. So um, what do you say we just get into it, Stephen? Let's do it. We're going to take a listen to the trailer for Black Box, and then we're going to come back and give you a review. Who's there? Okay. You need breakfast. I'm fine. I wasn't asking. Nolan Wright? Involved in a car accident, resulting in the death of his wife. Is there anyone else who can pick you up? She's running a little late today. And severe memory loss. If this happens again, we're going to have to notify child services. I believe that I can reverse your condition. We should give it a shot, right? Come with me, please. We call this headset the black box. An immersive virtual pathway to your memories. I like to begin with something I call... A safe room. When, when you push, push the, the crown of the watch, you will be in your subconscious. Are you ready? Rachel. What the hell was in there? It's your brain trying to protect you from your trauma. Did things go well with Dr. Brooks today? I saw my wedding. That's progress right there. If that thing shows up again, you just say to yourself, I run my mind, it does not run me. I run my mind, it doesn't run me. I run my mind. It doesn't run me. Patients are often surprised by what they remember. Did Rachel and I live in an apartment? I don't think so. The place was really familiar. You're getting close. Stay with this. Did we ever fight? It's not what you think. You would never hurt Rachel. What's going on? We're close. I can sense it. You just need to remember who you are. I run my mind. It doesn't run me. Right, so that was the trailer for Black Box. Um, it is the story of a man who um, has just barely survived a horrible car crash in which he lost his wife and um, now has some form of amnesia um, and he's having trouble sort of coping with and adjusting back to normal everyday life. Um, the people in his life feel that he's a little bit different than he used to be and he's just trying to like get back to where he was and somebody offers him a potential cure in the form of an experimental procedure which he is going to try to undergo to get back to who he used to be Stephen miller what did you think of black box 
Uh, so I watched this after The Lie, and I have to be honest, I was really starting to think this Amazon deal is just the way that Blumhouse like dumped a bunch of movies that <laughs> they thought they were never going to be able to justify uh, getting made. And honestly, I feel like I was wrong with Black Box. I, I felt like this movie was surprisingly quite interesting, like quite well done. Th- this was kind of the the canonical uh, Blumhouse film to me where it, it didn't reach the heights of, you know, some of their best movies, but it, it was in the same wheelhouse where it's like, we are going to make psychological horror out of a thing that is also emotionally interesting and like a social subject that we're going to take a thing and then turn it into genre um, and explore it in a low budget way and see what we get out of it. And for me, it was, I, I was shocked at how successful it worked. And I think a lot of it actually is the, the lead actor. I'm going to butcher his name, uh, Mamudu Ati. Um, I think he does a excellent job of playing the main character of Nolan. I think he is so likable and believable. And when he is confused, you buy that 100%. And that was enough to really power me through it. I think him and the little girl that plays Ava, it's like... I'm a sucker for like good child actors playing against like fathers who are having trouble. And I I feel like this movie really delivered on that. Um, It it was a movie where I couldn't actually predict it, or at least it took me a while to predict where it was going. And I, I just think it does a good job of dealing with memory and making memory kind of horrific. And the, the places it decides to go when it has its twists partway through the film I think were interesting and they make you explore a social subject from a point of view that movies can't really normally show you. Um, and I, I think that that was interesting. It, it was a good experiment to me. This was one of those, like if the Blumhouse rule is like, we're going to make 20 movies with the hope that one of them does well, watching this right after the lie was like, okay, I've just seen the formula <laughs> at play. Like I've seen you, you know, I, I've seen you do a total dud and then I've seen one that had a spark that probably wouldn't have gotten made that I'm glad it got made. So yeah, I don't know. Overall, I, w- I, w- I was surprisingly into this movie, even though when it tries to get technical, you know, got to roll my eyes a bit. Uh, like I don't, I don't think Felicia Rashad is coding C plus plus on the fly for her machine to work, <laughs> which is a hundred percent valid. C plus plus is what they were showing me on screen. Um, so there, there, there are little things like that behind. Yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it would pair nicely as like a low budget version of like Split, for instance, um, like dealing with uh, the subconscious. So I yeah. was a fan. Sorry. It, it may be spoilery to even use that comparison. But <laughs> fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, I will start off by saying a, a few semi, semi not I'll just say that for me, I called like literally the entire arc of this film from the get-go um really but i but but it is because it is essentially the same movie as another film which i won't name because i'll be spoiling i'll be spoiling either this film or that film for anybody who is going to watch any of them i'll just say that the other one has robert de niro in it (laughs) and i'll let people (laughs) that's my one like little hint um Mm -hmm. and and um and it's the irishman (laughs) no Yeah, um, dirty grandpa. 
Um, no, but but it, it's it, it was a film that like as it started, I'm like, okay, so this is gonna be what it is, and this is this, and this is this, and this is this, and then like it all came true exactly as I imagined it did. Um, but that is not actually a complaint because I found myself very much enjoying this film. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> e- even with being, it, I think that is a testament to a film that is pretty solid overall. Is if you if you can predict everywhere it's going but you still enjoy that journey and watching the characters um go through it um and but i I think you you kind of hit it on the head exactly is the lead actor in this film is pretty great and sells the entire everything that is happening i can't talk about why his performance is specifically good um because that would be a spoiler for what he's actually doing in this film but he's great in it I, i think his ability to um, I'll call it context switch <laughs> um, mm-hmm. throughout the film was really, really impressive to me. And I think that, you know, we, we, we've, we've seen a lot of films that, um, that deal with memory loss and stuff. And I think that in this film, it's doing something at least different than normal amnesia related films might do, right? Like there, there is, there is a, a specific reason for why he has this amnesia and, um, he's doing a specific thing to try to bounce it. Um, I I actually really enjoyed the way little bits of information are being doled out to you. Like, it's funny that like I could predict it. And then when the moment reveals its hand a little bit, I'm like, yeah, there it is. Yep. I'm right. Okay, cool. So it, it, it became, it wasn't like a thing where I'm like, oh, I know this is going to happen. So I hate it. It was a thing where it became this scavenger hunt where I was waiting for them to show the next piece that like proved that I was on the right path. Um, but yeah, so I, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I think most of my, most of my problems with the film, I think are, aren't even related to the film itself. It's just the, the, the lack of completely committing to the universe it's creating. Like for instance, you know, he needs to write where the cups go and where the dishes go and how to turn the sink on and off on post-it notes, but he can still get behind the wheel of a car and just drive wherever it needs to go because he has a, yeah. a map navigation and stuff like that. Like that kind of stuff sort of bothered me. Um, there were some things that made me laugh when he eventually goes inside the black box where like what they are presenting to you to be his POV doesn't make sense given a static object that doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> there's mm. there's him like panning around and looking and like there's weird things like that that kind of I was kind of just laughing at like the the the, the non attention to detail but I think that like the story beats and the emotions of everything and and how every single person within the story feels about the other characters like I I, I just thought it was a it was a very competently made film that that I think even knowing where I thought it was going I still I still enjoyed enjoyed that journey yeah and. So you asked me before whether Backwards Man was creepy <laughs> to me or not. And I have now had a full night of sleep since watching the film. And I'm going to say no. Like, so because it is in the subconscious, it didn't scare me. Like, okay. the moment I have a box, a black box, if you will, where I can put these things and be like, oh, well, that is why that happened. And it has nothing to do with my apartment. Um, then, <laughs> then I'm going to be okay. I need to give you a stack of horror films for things that are technically in your subconscious or in your dreams that can actually kill you. And then we can. <laughs> then yeah, we like can... Maybe Freddy Krueger would scare me. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. need to revisit it to make sure. But yeah, I don't know. It, it worked well on me and, it, and it's scrappy. Like I, I know, I, I know that it is. I'm not, I'm not saying this rose to like amazing filmic heights, but I think to me, this is why I, 
appreciate an outfit like Blumhouse that is going to give, you know, give a budget to a what I assume is a first time writer director. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name to Emmanuel O.C. Kafour and just be like, here you go. Make your movie. Do it. And they do it. And I think, you know, usually these films only have like one or two clear ideas and they're more like, okay, let's just bang out this idea. And I, I think this was a good idea. Like, I think it worked, even though your point is taken of other films that it's similar to, but I, I still enjoyed it on its own terms. <laughs> did and you, I think it. Did you find the film that, that I'm talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about a little film called. Mm, interesting. Getting back on track. <laughs> is there any last things that you'd like to say about this film, Black Box? Um, <laughs> this would be spoilery, but no one is going to get it unless they've already seen the movie. Uh, it's nice to see Felicia Rashad being so good at giving second chances to monstrous men who don't deserve them. <laughs> Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> All right. So on that note, um, should we, we haven't done verdicts yet, right? No, no. no we haven't. Should we get to, <laughs> should we get to verdicts, Steven? Sure. All right. If you're going to even say must see, record with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must avoid, what would you give it? Uh, I'm going to recommend with a caveat. I think, again, this is a scrappy little movie, like, Everything wasn't executed perfectly, but I think it is extremely well acted. And I think the premise is a good one. And it does a great job of grappling with a real subject in a genre way that makes it like palpable. Like, I think it does exactly what this kind of movie should do. And I thought it was a good, a good example of the Blumhouse style working well. So yeah, I'm, I'm a fan. Caveat being it is like, you know, it it is imperfect. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it a record of the caveat as well. I think it was it was a fun watch. And I think uh, if you are an Amazon Prime member, um, this is one that you could pop on. And if you're if you're definitely like, ooh, I like Blumhouse stuff, but I don't know if I can watch four movies so far, having only seen two of the four. This is the one you should watch. Yeah, totally. <laughs> we'll we'll find out this weekend um, if there are other ones that should take its place. Um Hopefully, I, I hope that they're that like they were smart enough to kind of cue these in order of like rewarding you for getting on board with them because it would it would I would I really don't want like <laughs> I don't want the lie to be one of the the best of what they had to offer. I just I am hoping now that they've decided that this series will be the not scary Blumhouse movies and they're just going to stick with that because that'll make me much happier for agreeing to do it. Because I think it's eight in total. It's four this month and then four in November or something. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So the first... Man, they they are bad at marketing this crap because first they just had like Welcome to the Blumhouse. It was a trailer for the four movies. Then there was no landing page you could find on Amazon. You have to search for all the titles independently. But the thing that I remember is Welcome to the Plumhouse. And then now you're telling me there's four other movies that they didn't tell me about? Like, that's just... (sighs) What are you going to do? Yeah. Well, everybody, you got (laughs) six more reviews to look forward to. So (laughs) get ready for that. Um but yeah, that is going to bring us to the end of our review of Black Box. Um, Stephen Miller, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, people can find me at twitter.com slash sdavidmiller or sdavidmiller.com. 
People can find me at ChristopherInTheLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so in Overcast, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning, Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning, or Instagram.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com, or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to Black Box, so hopefully you are enjoying that. And we are done with our reviews that you can watch <laughs> the next two reviews in the feed. Um, well... These are all going out of order because we're prioritizing films that everybody can watch and then intermixing our festival yep. reviews. But we are off to go review some festival films. But uh, stay tuned for more more reviews and more Blumhouse stuff in the future. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.